0: North Pole Hotline. We've decked the halls for our holiday party. Now we need to get decked out too. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, get up to 50% off store wide now on party perfect styles like velvet tops and pixie pants. Up to 50% off? It is the season to be jolly. Jeans and sweaters start at just 15 bucks with tops from just 7 bucks. Ooh, we need those styles. Fala, la, la, fast. Buy online and pick up in store for free. And don't forget to redeem your super cash now through Tuesday to save even more. Kids, we're going to Old Navy. Holiday your heart out with up to 50% off store wide at Old Navy and Old Navy.com. through 12 select styles only. Other exclusion supplies, see stores for details. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode we are reading some poems, poems that were made a long time ago. And um, yeah, I hadn't done an episode like this in a while, figured I would do one, and uh, accumulated a few poems that I thought would be nice to read, so let's jump into it. A Patriotic Creed by Edgar Guest To serve my country day by day At any humble post I may To honor and respect her flag To live the trades of which I brag To be American indeed As well as in my printed creed To stand for truth and honest toil To till my little patch of soil And keep in mind the debt I owe To them who died that I might know My country, prosperous and free, And passed this heritage to me. I must always in trouble's hour Be guided by the men in power. For God and country I must live. My best for God and country give. No act of mine that men may scan Must shame the name American. To do my best and plan my part, American in mind and heart, To serve the flag and bravely stand, To guard the glory of my land to be american indeed god grant me strength to keep this creed <clears throat> these are all just short ones right i mean they're i mean relatively speaking they're not you know there were some poems that were i mean they were, they were basically like essays the next one is venetian glass by amy lowell As one who sails upon a wide blue sea, far out of sight of land, his mind intent upon the sailing of his little boat, on tightening ropes and shaping fair his course, here suddenly across the restless sea, the rhythmic striking of some towered clock, uh, and wake from thoughtless idleness to time, time the slow pulse which beats eternity, so through the vacancy of busy life, at intervals you cross my path and bring the deep solemnity of passing years, for you I have shed bitter tears, for you I have relinquished that for which my heart cried out in selfish longing, and tonight, having just left, I can say, tea is well. Thank God that I have known a soul, so true, so nobly just, so worthy to be loved. They're all pretty quick. Friendship by Maxwell Bodenheim. Bodenheim, maybe. Grey, drooping shoulders, bushed bushes scrape the edges of bending swirls of yellow-white flowers. So do my thoughts meet the wind-scattered color of you. A green-shadowed trance of water is splintered to little white-tasseled awakenings by the beat of long black oars. So do my thoughts enter yours. Split, brown-blue clouds press into each other over hills dressed in mute, clinging haze. So do my thoughts slowly form over the draped mystery of you. The Poor Ghost by Christina Rossetti. Oh, whence do you come, my dear friend, to me, with your golden hair all fallen below your knee, and your face as white as snowdrops on the lea, and your voice hollow as a hollow sea? From the other world, I come back to you. My locks are uncurled with dripping, drenching dew. You know the old, whilst I know the new. But tomorrow you shall know this too. Oh, not tomorrow, into the dark I pray. Oh, not tomorrow, too soon to go away. Here I feel warm and well content and gay. Give me another year, another day. Am I so changed in a day and a night that mine own love shrinks from me with fright? Is fain to turn away to left or right and cover up his eyes from the sight? Indeed, I love you. Indeed, I loved you, my chosen friend. I loved you for life, but life has an end. Through sickness, I was ready to tend, but death mars all, which we cannot mend. Indeed, I loved you. I love you, Set. I love you yet, if you will stay where your bed is set, where I have planned a violet, which the wind waves, which to do makes wet. Life is gone, then love too is gone. It was a reed that I lent upon never doubt I will leave you alone and I'll wake you rattling bone with bone I go home alone to my bed dug deep at the foot and deep at the head roofed in with a load of lead warm enough for the forgotten dead but why did your tears soak through the clay and why did yourselves wake me where I lay I was away far enough away let me sleep now to the judgment day A Dream Pang by Robert Frost I had withdrawn in forest, and my song was swallowed up in leaves that blew away, and to the forest edge you came one day. This was my dream, and looked up and pondered long, but did not enter, though the wish was strong. You shook your pensive head, as who should say, I dare not, too far in his footsteps stray, He must seek me, he undo the wrong. Not far but near I stood and saw it all, Beneath low boughs and trees let down outside, And the sweet pang it caused me not to call, And tell you that I saw, does still abide. But tis not true, thus I dwelt aloof, for this For the wood wakes, and you are here for proof. In neglect, also by Robert Frost. They leave us so sort to of the way we took, as two in whom they were provided. Mistake they were proved mistaken, that we sit sometimes in the wayside nook with mischievous vagrant sephiric look, and try if we cannot feel forsaken. Revelation. Once again by Robert Frost We make ourselves a place apart Behind light words that tease and flout But oh, the agitated heart Till someone finds us really out Tis pity if the case require Or so we say that in the end We speak the literal to inspire The understanding of a friend But so withal from babes that play At hide-and-seek and god afar So all who hide too well away Must speak and tell us there they are. Drifting Flowers of the Sea Sarakichi Hartman Across the dunes, in the waning light, the rising moon pours her amber rays through the slumber's air of the dim brown night The pungent smell of the seaweed strays From vast and trackless spaces where wind and water meet White flowers that rise from the sleepless deep Come drifting to my feet They flutter the shore in a drowsy tune Unfurl their bloom to the light-lorn sky Allow a caress to the rising moon Then fall to slumber and fade and die White flowers abloom on the vagrant deep Like dreams of love rising out of sleep You are the songs I dreamt but never sung Pale hopes my thoughts alone have known Excuse me Vain words never uttered Though on the tongue That winds on the sibilant seas have blown In you I see the everlasting drift of years That will endure all sorrows, smiles, and tears For when the bell of time will ring the doom To all the follies of the human race you still will rise in the fugitive bloom and garland of the shores of ruined space. The Shroud by Edna St. Vincent Millay Death, I say, my heart is bowed unto thine, O Mother. This red gown will make a shroud good as any other. I, that would not wait to wear my own bridal things in a dark dre- in a dress dark as my hair, made my answerings. I, to night, that till he came, could not, could not wait in a gown as bright as flame. Help for them the gate. Death, I say, my heart is bowed unto thine, O Mother. This red gown will make a shroud good as any other. <clears throat> Love and a Question, Robert Frost. A stranger came to the door at eve, and he spoke the bridegroom fair, the bridegroom fair. Excuse me. He bore a green white stick in his hand, and for all burdened care, he asked with his eyes more than the lips for shelter for the night. And he turned and looked at the road afar Without a window light The bridegroom Came forth into the porch With let us look at the sky And question what of the night to be Stranger you and I The woodbine leaves littered the yard The woodbine berries were blue Autumn yes winter was in the wind Stranger I wish I knew Within the bride in the dusk alone Bent over the open fire her face rose red with a glowing coal, and he thought of the heart's desire. The bridegroom looked at the weary road, yet saw but with but her within, and wished her heart in a case of gold and pinned with a silver pin. The bridegroom thought, <clears throat> thought it little to give a dole of bread a purse, a heartfelt prayer for the poor of God, or for the rich a curse. But whether or not a man was asked to mar the love of two by harboring woe in the bridal house, the bridegroom wished he knew. Wind and Flower. Robert Frost. When I was copying and pasting all these and uh, selecting which one to go through, I mean, a lot of them I I, I selected because I <clears throat> wanted to give preferential treatment to sort of shorter poems. I find... Um, first and foremost, shorter poems. Um, I'm able to sort of read them uh, more proficiently. I feel like I'm able to deliver the poem with, with you know better accuracy and, and you know I'm more invested in the poem whereas <clears throat> obviously if you have a uh, very long poem, it's you know especially with very old English, it's very difficult to follow along. But I didn't realize when doing this that uh, so many were Robert Frost, which is fine. But you know, it's not uh, necessarily that I have preferential treatment for Robert Frost. I just just so happened to basically get a source where most of these poems were his, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, wind and windflower, lovers forget your love. And list to the love of these, she a window flower, and he a winter breeze. When the frosty wind, when the frosty window veil was melted down at noon, and the cage yellow bird hung over her in tune, he marked her through the pane. He could not help but mark, and only passed her by to come again at dark. He was a winter wind concerned with ice and snow, dead weeds and unmated birds, and little of love could know. But he sighed upon the sill. He gave a say, the sash a shake, as a witness all within who lay that night awake. Perchance he half prevailed to win her for the flight from the firelit looking glass and warm stove window light, but the flower leaned aside, and thought of not to say. And morning found the breeze a hundred miles away. A late walk. Robert Frost. When I go up through the mowing field, the headless aftermath, smooth laid like hatch with heavy dew, half closes a garden path, and when I come to the garden ground, the whir of sober birds up from the tangle of withered weeds is sadder than any words. A tree beside the wall stands bare, but a leaf that lingered brown, disturbed, I doubt not, by my thought, comes softly rattling down. I end not far from my going forth by picking the faded blue of the last remaining astra flower to carry again to you. Waiting a field at dusk by, you guessed it, Robert Frost. What things for dream there are when specter like, moving among tall haycocks slightly piled, I enter alone upon the stubble field. From which the laborer's voice late have died, and the antiphony of afterglow, and rising full moon sit me down upon the full moon side of the first haycock, and lose myself amidst so many alike. I dream upon the opposing lights of the hour, preventing shadow until the moon prevail. I dream upon the night hawks peopling peopling heaven, each circling each with vague unearthly cry, or plunging headlong with fierce twang afar. And on the bat's mute antics, Who would seem dimly to have made out My secret place, only to lose it When he pirouettes, 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 And seek it endlessly with purblind haste. On the late swallow sweep, And on the rasp in the abyss of odor and rustle At my back, that, silenced by my advent, advent, Finds once more, after an interval, His instrument, and tries once, Twice, and thrice, if I be there, and on the worn book of old golden song, I thought not here to read, it seems. Behold, and freshen in this air of withering sweetness, but on the memory of one absent most, for whom these lines, when they shall greet her eyes. Flower Gathering, <laughs> Robert Frost. I left you in the morning, and in the morning glow, you walked away beside me, to make me sad to go. Do you know me in the gloaming, gaunt and dusty gray with roaming? Are you dumb because you know me not, or dumb because you know? All for me, and not a question for the faded flowers gay, that could take me from beside you for the ages of a day. They are yours, and be the measure of their worth for you to treasure, the measure of the little while that I've been a long away. My November guest, Robert Frost. <clears throat> My sorrow, when she's here with me, thinks these dark days of autumn rain are beautiful as days can be. She loves a bear, the withered tree. She walks a sodden pasture lane. Her pleasure will not let me stay. She talks, and I am faint to li- I am faint to list. She's glad the birds are gone away. She's glad her simple worst worsted gray is silver now with a clinging mist the desolate deserted trees the faded earth the heavy sky the beauties she so truly sees she thinks i have no eye for these and vexes me for reason why not yesterday i learned to know the love of bare november days before the coming of the snow bit if it were vain to tell her so and they are better for her praise Storm Fear, Robert Frost When the wind works against us in the dark And pelts of snow The the lower chamber windows on the east And whisper with a sort of stifled bark The beast, come out, come out It costs no inward struggle not to go Ah, no I count our strength, two in a child Those of us not sleep, subdued to mark how the cold creeps as the fire dies at length, How drifts are piled, door yard and road, ungraded, Till even the comforting barn grows far away, And my heart owns a doubt Whether tis in us to arise with a day And save ourselves unaided. The Robin, not by Robert Frost, But by Witter, Witter-Binner, Wider, Witter-Binner, except within poetic pale i have not found a nightingale nor hearkened in a dusky vale to song and silence blending no stock dove have i ever heard nor listened to a c- cuckoo bird nor seen a lark ascending but i have felt a pulse beat start because a robin spending the utmost of his simple art some of his pleasure to impart while twilighting came to descending has found an answer in my heart a sudden comprehending And this is the last poem For this episode It's called Clay By James Joyce I dreamt That I dwelt in marble halls With vassals and serfs At my side And of all who Assembled within those walls That I was the hope And the pride I had riches too great to count Could boast Of a high ancestral name But I also dreamt which pleased me most, that you love me still the same. And that's it. Those are all the poems I assembled. Hopefully you guys liked it. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions. Suggestions. I always love suggestions. I have I almost always act on every suggestion you guys send me in terms of an episode idea, um, a theme. Uh, If you have anything, uh, if you want me to read your poems, if you want me to read something that you made, I'd be happy to take a look and maybe do that. You can email the show at hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. You can always check out our website, sleepandrelaxasmr.com, and you can um, follow us on Tingles, the very popular ASMR app. That's all for this episode. Thanks as always for listening and take care.